Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. Hallelujah. Oh, your hand clap is too weak. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. I want us to stand to our feet because we are about to hear a very important message that will bless your life. Hallelujah. Yes, maybe this week you have walked through some depressing, difficult, very tiring places, but you are about to hear the word of God that is life for your soul. Hallelujah. I want us to put our hands together because our pastor is about to come and preach to us. Let's put our hands together for Sister Joy Philippe Bruce. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Your clap looks like the weather. <laughs> come on, give the Lord a shout. Wow. Amen and amen. Father, we give you praise. We are so grateful for another opportunity to be in church. Speak your word to us. And may we never be the same again in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Take your seat. Hallelujah. Wow. This morning, I can see that the campus church is beginning to affect the town church. Tell your neighbor it's temporal. Oh, you are not mind me again. They have gone to, they picked up some people, some came, they something, something, tell me, but something, 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 something. So just help them for the first couple of weeks. Is that okay? Oh, you don't mind me again. Yeah, because continuing students are not here. So the few, I mean, who are here are trying to help. Is that okay? Because our choir, we've missed them. They said half of their people are still. We'll give them just two weeks, two weeks, just two, just two weeks, just two weeks. Hallelujah. Anyway, but we're in exciting times now. I want to just say a couple of things, you know, because we've had two services before. When we were, we had the COVID break, we had the word, what, online and the word alive, and we kept on using those two terms now where the life continues to be those who are watching online but we're bringing back the names for our services that we used to have amen is that okay so the first service which is predominantly for campus people that is the what the present service and the second service which is this one is the end yes the word encounter the word encounter service is that okay so we have brought back our names so please nobody should come and tell us uh, what second uh, we are all alive it's okay we are all alive. <laughs> hallelujah so just so that we don't have any confusions i mean in what we are doing okay amen 
I believe God is being good to us and it's a pleasure to see you here today. We started a little late, but I want to believe that. That's why I started by apologizing. Everything was late and shifted down. But tell anybody that's how it is. Your sister says she's coming for a visit. Before you are aware, she has made your lunch late. She has done what again? The food you have put aside for this day, she has eaten it. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Tell anybody that's what it means to have a family member come around. Amen. Amen. Okay. Just so that you know that it's not that we are confused. We are not confused. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, we've been talking about our theme and we're going to continue. But before we do that, let us just stand up and make our declaration. You see, this confession that we've started to make every Sunday is going to have an effect on us. So take your Bible. I've told you if there's pornography in your Bible, don't use it. If you were insulting somebody on the Bible, don't use it because this confession is multiplying things that are where you're on your Bible. All right. So where's your Bible? You want to lift it up? Uh, I left my Bible in my office, my physical Bible, but I'll use my online Bible. Let's go. This is my Bible. I have what it says I have. I am what it says I am. I can do what it says I can do. Today, I'll be taught the word of God. I'll never be the same. Never, never, never. I'll never be the same. In Jesus' name. Amen. Take your seat. It sounds like something you are just saying. But you see, the Bible says that the power of life and death is where? It's in your tongue. Before you are where? You are what it says you are. You have what it says you have. Are you with me? You will do what it says you can do. Amen. And you will never be the same. Say, neighbor, you will never be the same. Amen. You know, sometimes in this Christian life, you are trying to... Have you not noticed the day that you said, I'm pulling myself together, I'll do the right thing. That's the day that you shack the most. Yeah. That's the day that you no use. It's almost like being on a diet. The day you said, look, I mean serious business with this that that's the day you eat everything you shouldn't eat drink yeah that's you know but when the word of god comes in to help you you find that you are where you are and you are doing what you should do hallelujah well we've been working on this theme that we have for year 2021 matthew 10 matthew chapter 10 and verse 16 i hope by now you are knowing Matthew 10 and verse 16. By the way, in order for me not to forget, let me just inform you that the fast that begins the year, our what? Fast that begins the year is starting next week, Sunday, the 18th. Next week, Monday, the 18th of January. Amen. And it will run from the 18th to the 31st. Okay. 18th to 31st. So prepare yourself. 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. More important than anything is the prayer itself. So next week, I'll give you the prayer schedule. But you should know, you should just know that during fasting time, the minimum prayer is five hours a day. You know it. You just know it. And we arrange it. And the end. Tell anybody, you will do it. You will do it. Ask anybody what you do. If you don't do it, are you not tired of yourself? It's fully possible. We have been doing it. Yeah. You will do it. Mm. And you will not die. Or not only that, you will even live. You will even survive. 
you'll be surprised that some of you, that's why you are still in church. Some last fast that you did, some last prayer that you did. Amen. Some demons were around, but when they saw what was going on, they said, I don't like it here. I'm not happy here. Let me go. Let me relocate. Hey, hallelujah. So we've been on this scripture since the end, the beginning of the new year. Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. If you have been paying any attention at all to the international news and the national news, you know that we are in the era of wolves. Mm. Are you there? I mean, we have seen things this week. We never thought we'd see them. Hey! I was away at a certain camp somewhere. We're doing things. Then... As I was about to go back into the session, something dropped. I looked. I said, what? They have done what? People have rioted and gone inside where? And that was the US one. I had not finished that one. Then I saw the Ghana one. I said, no, 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 please. No, no, no. Please, 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 please. We are in times, in certain times. But it's as though Jesus was already here with us. And I believe he's here. And those words spoken so long ago carry wisdom for us today. And what he's saying is that as you see things happening, you see, one of the things about a wolf eh, is that it surprises you. It surprises you. And this week we have been a bit surprised. Because, me, because of the camp, I had not followed news. So I thought somebody was, it was a, what do you call it? Some, some Ghana movie that they, that they have sent me a clip. But when I opened what they had written under, it was not a Ghana movie. I said, ah, who is running with what? What's that? What was that? What's that? Then I said, I don't want to be distracted. So I sent Eugene a text. I said, Eugene, summarize. Summarize it here for me. To ah, what is that? A surprise. A surprise. And sometimes in your life, you see that some things are surprises. Yeah, you can have a, a Christian surprise. You will not recover now. Christian surprise is the one that you say that oh because the person is a Christian you didn't expect it to be like that then it is like that that's a Christian surprise it's worse than the other type the other type wouldn't even say it can happen now the Christian one is like ah, How? ah. <laughs> but Jesus he anticipated all these and then he gave us something he said be wise as serpents and harmless as doves and it's the two things that are helping us and sorting us out wise as serpents and harmless as doves so we began to look at the second part the harmless as doves because i know many of you have not heard a sermon on harmlessness before are you there and i began last week by sharing with you three areas to be harmless in the first one be harmless towards yourself second one harmless to another person and third one harmless to the kingdom of god or to the church and we began to discuss last week what it means no longer to be harmful to ourselves do you remember that i want to pick up the conversation from there you see harmless to ourselves and i remember saying to you that most of us if i mean if we knew that the thing was harmful we would not do it because we don't easily harm ourselves i mean how many of us you have taken a knife you say hey, i'm coming to me we can't do you have even threatened somebody but you couldn't do it Hey, the church is very quiet. I remember one Sunday, I was, it was after church, and I was here, and then I got a text. And when I looked, it was a young lady saying to me that, in fact, she had just taken a knife, she was going to kill herself. So, ah, 
What's that? <laughs> and I remember I jumped. Then somebody <laughs> who was there. Are you here? Then the person said, Oh, mommy, it be lie. I said, oh, You can't just say that. Then she said, I said, Oh, look. Nowadays, we have watched all kinds of films. So things we didn't used to do, cry, you are bringing them. So you don't. Then she told me that she said, Mommy, Ghana girl, she will not use knife. <laughs> and when she said it, my heart came down. I realized it's true. Ghana girl. Ghana girl who wants to kill herself. It's not knife. It's not knife. No, she'll drink something. She'll not use knife. <laughs> she'll not use a knife. <laughs> anyway, that's just by the way. Anyway, but the point I'm trying to make is that it's not as easy as it seems that, oh, we just take something and harm ourselves. And yet, it is true that we harm ourselves. So last week, I was sharing with you how things we don't know are harmful. We don't know that they are harmful. You see, so we are doing them and then they harm us because we don't know. So we started going through some of the things which according to the Bible, please not according to my mind, my mind is not important here. And we started from somewhere. The first one we looked at was Proverbs chapter 30 and verse 17. I'm just going on quickly because I can see some of you are just coming in to join us. I want you to move in that flow. So let me just give you a quick um, um, recap. Proverbs 30. Three zero, please. You see, now, I was sharing with you how your attitude to your parent, your attitude to your parent is a very, very, very important thing. And you find out over here that somebody has harmed himself because of the attitude he or she has had to their parents. And it's in the scripture. The eye that mocketh at his father. Many young guys, when you find out that you and your father are the same height or you are taller, your mockery starts. Your father, he shaves once a week. You, you shave every day. Because, Charlie, you have more hair. Your chest is broader than your father. And as he's getting weaker, you are getting stronger. You can easily begin to misbehave. Sometimes, too, he has made some mistakes along the way. And you pick it up and you hold it and you hold it against him to mock him. Hey, you are very quiet again, oh. <sighs> and then you begin to feel that, ah, man of God like me, these things that my father has done, I want to be careful. The Bible says the eye that mocketh at his father and despises to obey his mother. So you think that Charlie, I'm of age, I don't need to obey, I don't need to mind them anymore. Well, that's it. You'll be there, suddenly you can't see anything. You see, and this picking out of your eye, it can be a physical thing, but many times it's not even physical. It's also a spiritual thing. You just lose your way in life and you don't know that it's because of a certain attitude to your parents. Notice that it doesn't say the father who is right or the mother who is right. It's just something that is sitting there. So we talked about that. Then we went on to talk about sexual sin. You know, and how we, you, you know, the Bible says that you can do everything, but it's not everything that's helpful to you. And he talked about the fact that as you are going and fornicating with a person, you have become one with the person. And that's why later you are so scattered. You are so scattered. Hey, the church is quiet on me again. I, uh, okay, I'm going to preach to you how you look. We'll see whether you survive. Um, open your Bible. Let's go to... Um, um, it's what's in Paul. First Corinthians in Paul. Um, 
Well, if you don't like me standing and preaching to you like that, I also don't like your table of faith. And I don't like your, I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> it's a charismatic church in case you have lost your way. First Corinthians chapter 6 and <laughs> verse 18. Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is with without the body that means outside the body but he that communicates committed committed fornication sinneth against his own body and we spoke about that um again last week then the third one i think i spoke about before we ended where i said that nobody control you can control you being uncontrollable and many times people use that as a sign to think that they have arrived i've come to where i've arrived in life but I showed you from Mark chapter 5 that it is exactly where the devil wants you. That's exactly where the devil wants you. He wants you to become uncontrollable. And in Mark chapter 5, we saw what the devil would do to you if he got the chance. And if he gets the chance, he will make you totally uncontrollable. And this is the story of the madman of Gadara. So sometimes we think that, oh, I have arrived. But somebody in this world must be able to speak to you. Please ask your neighbor, who can talk to you? Who can talk to you? No matter what is going on in your life, somebody must be able to get through to you. And if nobody can get through to you, you must know that you are falling into Satan's hands directly. No, it's true. It's what he wants. So don't take it as a mark of somebody who has arrived. Take it as a mark of somebody who has harmed themselves. You have harmed yourself because you have reached a point where that hey, you can't ask them more. Hey, we don't hey. This person there, you can't say anything. No. It's not a place to be, it's not an admirable place. Push your neighbor, tell your neighbor who can talk to you. Give the person a name. Give the someone. There must be somebody that when the person calls, you will do what they ask you to do. Hallelujah. So we're continuing today and I want us to start by reading that scripture again, Mark chapter 5 and beginning from verse 1. And if you have a Bible, make it a habit to open your Bible. Many of you who are digital Bible people, and there are not many of you like that, you don't know where the books of the Bible are. Because you just go tap, 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 <laughs> tap, tap, a tap away. That's why when they now send you, you have now been promoted and you have been sent to a place to go ahead the place and then there's no network. Suddenly you can't do nothing. <laughs> when your phone descends, when they steal your phone, they have finished you. Totally finished because you don't know how to open it. Open your Bible and find the book of Mark. You see. I don't, I don't want to shame you, but if I call our children from the same church and I give them Bibles and I start and I say, find the book of Zephaniah, you will see that it's called sword drill. They will take it, they have opened. By that time, you are still asking, Zephaniah, is it a type of biscuit? Or is it, is it a stew? <laughs> if I say, eh, open to Obadiah, you say, what is that? It starts with what? It starts with O, 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 B, B, O, B. Take your Bible, open your Bible. So I'm on a campaign, I tell you. I'm on a campaign for the Bible. I'm really on the campaign for the Bible. Also because I've seen how the Bible has sorted my life out. Amen. So find the book of Mark. <laughs> Fortunately, Mark there is simple. <laughs> no, you don't know how to open it. Get your physical Bible. That's why I'm campaigning for the physical, I tell you. 
you see, sometimes then you must begin to see that there are some things that the enemy uses. And I have come to see that he has used the removal of the physical Bible as another way to bring our Christianity under. There was a time when you are going to church, everybody is holding a Bible. But now because of the digital, and honestly I understand it because it's lighter. If you have a nice bag, you can carry the bag without spoiling it. I spoiled so many bags because the Bible was too heavy for the bag. You know, and stuff like that. But the truth is that he has made it, it is one of the things that has driven our Christianity underground. Nothing shows you are going to church. So now they are carrying my Bible with me. (laughs) So if you open your Bible in the middle, you should be between Psalms and Proverbs. Keep going. Keep turning it. Keep turning left. Keep turning left. Out of the Old Testament into the New Testament. Matthew, Mark. Then you are there. Chapter (laughs) 5. You see, you are doing like you now. You know where it is. I won't say anything. We will do sword drill here one Sunday. And I will ask you to open to the book of Jude and we shall see. (laughs) <laughs> and Jude to insert a book be asking questions they came over unto the other side of the sea into the country of the Gadarenes and when he was come out of the ship immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit who had his dwelling among the tombs and no man could bind him no not with chains because that he had often bound, he was he had been often bound with fetters and chains and the chains had been plucked asunder by him and the fetters broken in pieces neither could any man tame him and always night and day he was in the mountains and in the tombs crying and cutting himself with stones but when he saw Jesus afar off he ran and worshipped him And cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou son of the most high God? I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. Now, if we take this, this, the story that has been written here of this madman, this man who was out of his mind, you and I were just counseling out and saying that, oh, he was a madman. But from the rest of the story, you see that his behavior was because of evil spirits that had entered him. So let's continue. Verse 8. He said to him, For he said unto him, Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. And he asked him, What is your name? And he answered, saying, My name is Legion, for we are many. And he besought him much that he he would not send them out away out of the country. Now that's another, keep going, verse 12. That's his whole deliverance. 13. Okay, and they came to Jesus. Now, the, the verses I skipped are just the demons coming out of him, entering the swine. Now, the people who were around, now they came to Jesus and saw him that was possessed with the devil. Do you see it there? So, the thing that was creating his behavior was the presence of the devil. The one who had the legion, he was now sitting and clothed and in his right mind. Are you there? And so, from here, I just want us to look at some of the signs. Now, the fact that you are here means that the enemy has not gotten you totally. If he had his way totally, you see where he will take you. But by looking at some of the specifics, you can see that he, has, he may have gotten you to a point. 
and he's trying to take you to a certain place. Are you there? So let us add, we're talking about the things that harm us, that we are doing. We ourselves, we can see that we are doing something. Now, we had already spoken about how many? I think three earlier. So number four. The next one is isolating yourself. Isolating yourself. You cut yourself off. You cut yourself off from church. You cut yourself off from everything that is going on. And many of you young people, you are like that in the house. When you enter the house, you cut yourself off from everybody. It's just you in your room. <laughs> you see, you have made your face as if it's not you I'm speaking to, but it's you, know. You see, it's you, know. This man, he had isolated himself. Take us further back in the story, please, to verse 2. The Bible says that verse 2 and verse 3 together, if you like. But the Bible says that this man, he had come out of the tombs. And in verse 3, it says he had his dwelling place in, among the tombs. I want to ask you, who lives where tombs are? Who lives where dead things are? A tomb. Ah, you don't know what a tomb is. Well, instead of learning the English, if you're not looking for a poor, you know what a tomb is. A tomb is where you bury them, you bury them, and then you put something there to see. That's a tomb. Sometimes when you are going to do something, maybe your parents or your family members fifth year, then you sit on a tomb near there as they are having this. That's a tomb. Okay. But nobody lives there. Even your people that your loved ones that you love, you take them, then you put them, then you go away. Nobody lives there. So when you see a certain kind of isolation, you understand that the devil has brought it. I'm not talking about the times when you are just being a little quiet in life. It's not everybody who likes giddy giddy around themselves all the time. You just a little. But this one, the Bible says he lived there. And there are some of us, we live in isolation. And you need to ask yourself, what is this isolation about? Not that there's nobody else there. There are other people, but you, you have isolated yourself. You have isolated yourself. Many of you young people, you have isolated yourselves. And what's going on in the room is not a good thing. It's not a good thing. Oh, Pastor, I only listen to some music. The kind of music that you are listening to. And it gives the devil a direct entrance into you. And that's why you have it together with attitude. When you come out, it has a nobody can talk to you. When they call, you have told me, you, say, you don't eat fufu because you don't want to pound. I'll tell your mother, whether you eat or not, you are pounding. We don't mind if you don't eat. Eh? But the point I'm trying to make is that what is that isolation for? What is it for? Some of you, you have a problem, then you have isolated yourself. What you don't realize is that it is the enemy who has brought that desire to isolate. Because when he has you apart, he can finish you. He can finish you. From today, when you see uh, 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 any program on animals, watch it. You will discover that no animal, including the defenseless antelope, there's no animal that is killed in the midst of the head is always isolated first either you isolate yourself or they isolate you but whatever it is there's an isolation before they can deal with you yes and there are some of us we have a tendency to isolate ourselves from church you do everything when you are broke you do other but church there you've isolated yourself 
have a, I have, she said, look, there is a scripture for you, Hebrews 10, 25. <laughs> I'm showing you that you are harming yourself. Hebrews 10, 25. It says, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is. Do not separate yourself as others do. Are you in the house today? Yeah. You said, oh, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's just church. Hey. What is happening is that you are being isolated slowly. First, it will be once, just once a month. Then twice a month. Gradually, he's isolating you for the kill. Because there's no charcoal that stays hot and burning on its own for long. One, as soon as you remove it from the gathering. Oh, it's dead. It doesn't even need water to kill it. Just leave it there. Just leave it there to die. Am I talking to somebody in the house today? The moving away from fellowship is the first sign of your sliding out of the kingdom of God and into the kingdom of the devil. And your scripture is 1 John 1, 7. Yeah. 1 John 1, everything, I give you scripture. So if you want to argue, you can argue with the Bible. Yeah. And it says that, he says that if we walk in the light as he is in the light we have fellowship one with another one of the signs of your christianity is that you fellowship and this is what is attacked as soon as sin enters your life you will not be fellowshipping often as soon as the devil wants to take you down you will not be fellowshipping often and sometimes he'll find a good reason you see my house is very far Your house is far. Your house is far. Really? Eh. It's the Accra people who have made me see that that thing is a myth. Because when I see where some people travel from, eh, please give Jojo a microphone so that he will tell us where his house is and where he goes to church without a car. He doesn't, does your father give you his car to drive? At all. Ah, okay. So your house is where? Kukubiti. Hey. Do you know where Kokrobiti is? They don't know where Kokrobiti is. When you are going to? You are on the Cape Coast Road. Cape Coast Road. And you turn left. You go in for maybe about you go 25 on. to 30 minutes. For how many minutes? 25 to 30. Then you hit Kokrobiti. Then you now come another 10 minutes to my house. Okay. So from there, then you go to church where? This vacation. I was going to Mampong. Please take us. You just sent her. If you say Mampong, <laughs> then we are weak. So you just sent her. Center, Legon. First half center. So how long does it take you? About two and a half hours. Please, you go to church or you don't go? I go, Pam. Your father is a rich man. He's been giving you money. You just take At one Uber, then the Uber carries you from hey. Kokrobite to, 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 to. It will break the budget. Serious. It will break the budget. <laughs> go there for me. Go there for me. No, I'm just sharing something with you. You see, you need to understand thank you very much you need to understand that the enemy wants to isolate you oh but why does he go all the way from here to here? because that's where his church is oh but he can just go to another it's not true it's not true it's not true it is not true because the church is the body of christ a body has different parts so depending on what part you are i mean you are telling my hand he should go to the leg it won't feel comfortable the leg is comfortable being a leg and doing what it's doing. But if you don't belong there, 
So that's why people jump from one church to another and suddenly find that they are not functioning. It's not because the church is wrong. Yeah. Isolation. Are you there? Isolation. And that's why when you move from one town to another town, you have to take your time and get a church and work your way in. Otherwise, you isolate yourself. You isolate yourself. Let me talk to those of you. Please, have left my. Let me talk to those of you who have jobs that make you move around. Don't you dare use it as an excuse. The devil will still try to isolate you. So, what you do is that when you get to the place, thank you. When you get to the place, you find the place that is closest. You see, the hand it relates to the arm. So, find the church that is like the arm. You'll be okay. Find the one that's closest there. And go. You, I'm not saying go and write your name as Rachel. I'm not saying just go. Because he says, if we are in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. A Christian who is out of fellowship, you are starting to walk in darkness. You are starting to be isolated. The enemy of your soul is waiting for you. Suddenly, things will begin to occur to you that are not, it's not occurred to you for a long time. Go and ask the number of men who used to drink, who were rescued from drink, who were saved from drink, and then under isolation, they began to drink again. Men of God, I'm not talking about uh, 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 just people. Yes. Go and ask those who had issues with women. Do you remember the tele-evangelists who were falling like that? Most of them, this was it, isolation. As you have arrived, your church is not here. You have come to do the program. Your wife is not there. Nobody is there. This, that, 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 that. After a while, they return to issues. Because the enemy of your soul is working. is waiting for you. Hmm. Oh yeah, I'm talking to somebody. I'm talking to somebody. So whatever you do, whatever you do, fellowship must happen. All the time. Hey, church is quiet. Oh, oh yes. For many years i lived up in the north and it was at a time when we didn't have lighthouse around at that time we were now planting the lighthouse churches and many of the towns that i would go to i wouldn't have fellowship and my job was such that we would leave the town monday or tuesday and return on friday i said no i have to have fellowship i have to have so it became the practice even though i was going there over my professional work I will go and locate the Fountain Gate Church because at that time they were the ones who were everywhere. As I arrive, I'll find it. Okay, I'm coming to church here on Wednesday. I'm coming on Wednesday. I'm coming. Hey, the church is very quiet. If they are taking offering, I'll put my offering inside. It has kept me. Because that was my life for several years. On the road, on the road, on the road. On the road. Up till today, in some of the churches, I'm known as Reverend Eastwood's wife's friend. I just used to come, hey, you don't even need to know my name. Yeah, fellowship. Fellowship, it just kept me. Who do you fellowship with? You have been in this area, you have moved from where I have been in this area three years. You are still playing the fool. Please, I don't know who I'm talking to, but it is you. Amen. When the devil is looking for you, he will isolate you and some of you who have just come from somewhere you have just landed on the campus find your place it is not by chance that you are here this morning 
Fix yourself. Fix yourself. Fix yourself somewhere. Your home church is at home and you are here. And be it known unto you from now till you finish, you will spend more time here than home. Hmm. Wow. The man was walking around in the tombs. That's what Satan wants to do to you. He will take you where the dead are. Not where the living are. Yeah. Number two. Uh, number what? Five. <laughs> Whatever number. Put it there. <laughs> I'm showing you some of the things. <laughs> are you in the house? That cause us to harm ourselves. So verse 2 says that, And he was come out of the ship, and immediately there met him out of the tombs, a man with an unclean spirit. That's your next one. When you become a habitation for unclean spirits. If you, be, you live your life in a certain way, unclean spirits come to dwell with you. And that is why you harm yourself. You remember as we read it, I showed you the verse where it says that the devils had come out of him. So he was harming himself because of the presence of the demons that are there. Are you with me? And in the same way, if you allow them around you, you will harm yourself. You will harm yourself. On this pulpit, every time I'm calling them, I'm talking about those things. I say, hey, these people, they like these things. No, no, no. Not that we like these things too much. The preaching it must be relevant to your everyday. Yeah. Some of you are putting your thing on and you are watching every series that exists. You are watching every series. And you say, oh, Pastor, it's nothing. It's just entertainment, really. It's changing the way you think. It's changing your mind. Yeah. It's changing the way you think. It's changing the way you act. A lot of the foolish drama that we are seeing playing out is from watching those things. One night, a certain couple came to my house. To my, they were my husband's church members. And they came for counseling and my husband asked me to come and sit there. We talked, talked, various things back and forth. When they left and they were going back home, about 10 minutes after they left, the man called. And he was, he was panicking. My husband said, what is it? He said, oh, as they arrived at some junction, the wife just opened the door and jumped out of the car and she has gone. <laughs> is it not in the film that the woman will jump out of the car and then the man will jump and do that, 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 that. Look, my husband just said look brother go home eh just go home when you go just don't lock the gate too tight just go she'll come we should now do what jump in car and come chasing you at midnight <laughs> push your neighbor and say it's foolishness 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 who is coming to chase you? When you start running, you realize nobody is coming. You stop. Please ask the nearest sister by you. Uh, but you didn't realize that you had picked something from that thing you were watching. It affects your mind. An unclean spirit has come. An unclean spirit has come. 
and it is, it is drilling you. Yeah. A lot of the guys, today when I was leaving my house, as I was coming up the road, there was a young man. He was wearing trousers and belt, but the trousers was here. Supporter was visible from here to here. And then he was wearing a short t-shirt and he was walking down the road. And I remember, yes, I know it's supposed to be fashion, but it's not every kind of fashion that we wear. So as I looked at him, as I look at another one, you must think to yourself, what will make somebody in their right mind decide to display their supporter that is not even nice? I'm talking about unclean spirits. Young lady, since when did you start bringing us neck that has dipped, showing us part of your breast? Are you out of your mind? What's wrong with you? Can you not see that that's what is in the world and it has been coming and you too, you are wearing some? It's an unclean spirit. It's an unclean spirit. Nothing of value is just picked from the ground. Nothing of value. Just learn it. It's just picked from the ground. Anything that is of value, you've got to dig to find it. And so that is why there are some things you cover. It has to be found. And you have come. You have brought your ties to manifest. You have brought your what again? No, I'm very serious. As you can see, I'm not laughing at all. We don't have to sweat. You have displayed your breast for us. I mean, I, I don't get it. You are wearing your shower. It's up to here. Why? It's an unclean spirit. Hey, please. <laughs> Those are their clothes. I say it's an unclean spirit. When you get rid of the spirit, you know how to dress. It won't be a problem. You see, Pastor, it is just because you are now old. You see, if I knew where your head was, the knock I'll give you, you'll know whether I'm old or not. <laughs> yeah, I'm showing you an unclean spirit. And it actually attracts unclean spirits. That's why as you are passing, it is the demon in him that's calling the demon in you. Hey. <laughs> the church is quiet, Paul, but it's very nice. <laughs> yeah, because we have allowed the unclean spirit into the church. We've allowed it to enter the church. Yeah. It's not correct. It's an unclean spirit. And it is, it is telling you what to do. That's even why that thing is nice to you. The day you get rid of that demon, it won't be nice to you anymore. Your dress is so tight, you can't even get up. And by the way, some of you guys, your trousers is so tight, you can't get up. You have done it so that you push your things forward. For us to do what with it? Pastor, you should be feeling shy to say, you are not shy to wait. Why should I be shy to say it? Oh, I'm not shy at all. If you are not shy to come and be walking like that, it's not a problem here. Let's, let's be here. You see, in this church, we call a spade a spade and not a digging instrument. Yeah. No, 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 allow me to finish it. Yeah. It's an unclean spirit. And I'm showing you that it harms you. Because of the kinds of people it attracts. Yeah. The kinds of people it attracts. The kind of behavior that it attracts. Everything about you is a message. No, everything about you is a message. Yeah. 
you are there. Young lady, you have made your face sour like lemon. That's why you are there. And you are, I mean. Yeah. I don't want to say what I shouldn't say. Yeah. Because it's supposed to be cool to look like an evil spirit. Where did you get that one from? Wow. First Corinthians chapter 3. First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16 and 7. Let's do 16. Know ye not that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? As you are walking, you don't know that. What is there is the Spirit of God. It says you are the temple of God. You can't just dress anyhow. You can't just behave anyhow. You can't just do what you like. Contrary to your thinking. Hmm. Wow. Incidentally, one of the, the things about this guy was that he was also naked. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you see most mad men walk around naked and people will be trying to give them something to wear. Now, you are already half naked. Oh. You see, I need to deal with it because it's in entering the church. Yeah. It's in the church. <laughs> yeah. Even my young ladies who are dancing, I tell them, listen, there's something called a sports bra. Wear it. They wouldn't wear. So I got them to buy it for them. Wear it. After they bought it, they were not doing it. I said, listen, I will get up one day. I said, there's no dancing star who's a girl. That's when they got serious. Because as they are busy dancing today, they are just small girls enjoying themselves. Some of the brothers are just admiring how your boots are going and coming, going and coming, going and coming, going and coming. I don't want problems. I don't want trouble. I don't want trouble. <laughs> I don't want trouble. Just wear the thing. I don't want trouble. If after that you go and look for trouble, that one is your own problem. But we will not help you. Yeah. I have to save my children, Tims. I have to save them. I have to save them. <laughs> because many of them don't even understand why I'm insisting. Yeah. They don't even get it. They don't understand. But one day, I'll be sitting somewhere and someone will send me a text. Thank you. Now I understand. Hey. Hmm. Are you there? Hmm. Because not all men have faith. Yeah. My hey. Hey. Wow. Another feature of this guy. The Bible says that because he had often been bound with fetters and chains and the chains had been plucked asunder by him now people were trying to control him to help him not to do something but he would break it away neither could any man tame him and always night and day he was in the mountains and in the tombs crying and cutting himself with stones i want to ask you whether cutting yourself with a stone is easy or is painful yeah painful by the time the enemy had gotten hold of him fully he was cutting himself and i know young people and older people who are cutting themselves with stones what you are doing is cutting yourself it's hurting yourself 
Hey. You have a child. You say that the child is Lucifer. You are calling him Lucifer. Today you have strength. You are calling him Lucifer. Tomorrow you'll be weak. You'll be weak. Lucifer will manifest. Lucifer will manifest. Asha, you don't know that when people are going out, you should ask them questions. All right. Are you in the house? Hmm. He was crying and cutting himself with stones. Sometimes the things that you do make you cry. You can see already this guy is not correct. You say, here you go marry. It's true. It's true. It's true. Then when it is over, what happens? You are crying. But who did it? Hmm. My wound. <laughs> they are reminding me of a picture that I put on my status earlier this week. And it shows, it says under how you be when you come out of you are in a relationship that the Holy Spirit is not inside. And it's a hyena that the hair is all standing and half the hair has fallen down. Chester Wooten, who said, Oh, break, oh, break. Wow. I believe that this year we're not going to harm ourselves. And that we're going to come out of the places and the things that harm us and the things that are like cutting ourselves with stones. I don't understand why you'll be a student who knows exams are coming. And then you wait two weeks to exams. You are now going to start learning. A week to exams. You are now going to start learning. You are like this madman. You are taking stone to cut yourself. You are now downloading the slides. Please, if you are not a student, can you please ask them, what's the meaning of that? If you are sitting by some young people, ask them, what, what, what does it mean? Because me, they mean, see us here. I mean, you have gone to a class, the whole semester, oh, happy. The whole semester. You didn't get the thing. You waited two weeks, examinable. You are now downloading. You are like someone who has cut himself with stone. Or you didn't go to the lecture at all. Ah. I don't understand, though. I don't understand. You are cutting yourself. You see, you are a worker. You are driving. Then you take your foot. Then you put it on accelerator. You say, me, I like speed. I'm talking to some people. You are just excited to see the speedometer. My car is very strong. Your car is very strong. But you, you are not made of asbestos. So. There are some in the church. There are some in the church. Yeah. Every day. I have a son. I have my sons like driving. I have a son. He they likes driving with speed. And every day, his brother will be chasing him that Charlie. This is your driving that you drive, weaving and things under. I don't like it. It's not good. Every day he has an answer. Then one day. I said what? One day, Kumasi Akra Road. He was going. And he was following one of his uncles. So he decided that he would not even look at what is coming. So when the uncle did overtaking, he also did overtaking. 
But when the uncle overtook, the uncle could see that somebody too had entered his lane, so the uncle had to break. Are you seeing it? He had to break so that we know. Before we are aware, this is my guy. I told him, I said, look, 100 is the limit. You said I'm old. You see, when an older person is speaking, it looks mad to you, but be binti. At 100, even when there's an emergency, you can break without a problem. But now, we are going. He realized in two minutes that he was about to hit the uncle's car. Accra Kumasi Road, one lane going, one lane coming. He sat on his brake. His car went into full skid, jumped across, across the next lane, turned round, turned round, turned round, turned round like that, and came to park just before a gutter. The bus that was coming saw him, started braking, and he stopped just there. And I told him, Now you understand. He said, Yes, please. You are cutting yourself with a stone. There was one about, you see, Blessing gave the testimony. He didn't want to call names. Blessing told me, he said, Charlie, he was on the floor of the car. Say, Jesus, Jesus, oh, Jesus. My son's beloved said that that's blessing. He said, Jesus, it was frightening, no? You're going down. His beloved, she said, she said, it's over. Jesus. <laughs> Then I asked him, so I, asked my, I said, what did you do? Because you see, what you do can make it worse or better. He said, mommy, I don't know. I think God just had mercy. I just held my spear. I didn't touch anything. I didn't do anything. And he just came and we stopped. God has helped him. Otherwise, you have taken knife. Yeah. A come road. You are driving without... I'm talking to some people who are here because some of you like to say, I was going, oh, I reached there in two hours, two and a half hours. Let's say we call 160 on this our road. On this our road. <laughs> oh, this is my car. Hey, be careful. This year, our Father has prayed for us. No accident, no death. Let me tell you one secret. I like you very much, but I don't like hospitals. I don't like hospitals. Yeah. So if you come, they say that you have had an accident and things. Mm. So please, just don't go to, just, just don't let it happen. Hallelujah. Are you with me? This year, we're not going to isolate ourselves. We're not, going to, we're not going to cut ourselves off. Hallelujah. This man was cutting himself with stones, crying and cutting himself. He could see that what I'm doing is painful. It's not good, but he was doing it. May we end all the things that are harming us in Jesus' name. All of you who are in pornography, just stop. Just stop. Just stop. Oh, pornography doesn't do anything. It's not true. Every rapist you know is a pornographer. And some of them go to church. Some of you are here, Seth. Yes! Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Last year, I had to mitigate an issue. The rapist was another, was a church member. Yes. You are very quiet. What is it that makes you lose control of it? It's because of the porn. At this, you are a married man. You can't touch your wife. Because you see, you have grown up on something that's not real. So now that the real is there, Charlie, Yaman, you know, because you can't relate. You are cutting yourself with stones. Jesus didn't mean for any of these things to be ours. 
and I believe that this year he's here to help us out hallelujah harmless as doves we won't harm ourselves anymore amen I said we won't what we won't harm ourselves anymore I want you to take the coming fast very 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 seriously so that we would deal with our issues who doesn't have issues we all have some in some direction or other we're going to deal with it amen we're going to deal with it it's going to be a good year for us in the name of jesus the lord will deliver us from many things and help us back onto the road i thank god this man even though he was so deep into the enemy's sense when jesus came i said when jesus came it was enough when he saw jesus the small spark of himself what was really himself ran and worshipped him right there jesus just delivered him if there's just a little spark in you it is enough i said there's what a little spark just a little spark it is enough and we'll come to the lord and we will cry out to him and he will deliver us stand to your feet this afternoon hallelujah you just want to bow down your head and pray for a few minutes and you just want to say lord thank you for for the holy spirit that's going to help me to stop harming myself it is nice to be alone but some of you you are alone too much it's causing problems it's when you are alone that's when spirits of depression can visit you when you just tear yourself off everybody then the enemy keeps on visiting you with thoughts and with words and breaking you down it's time to break out of that isolation it's time to break out of it it's time to break out of it it's time to break out of it it's time to to just fellowship you know let me just share one thing with you before we pray no matter how things bad things get sometimes you are in a bad place and you feel that i can't take all the i can't i can't take all the things and find a corner in the church and just come and sit there is it okay find a what yeah yeah all is not well just fine when you are done you have my permission to go immediately you don't need to even really talk much to anybody just be there as the worship is coming the prayer is coming the word of god is coming it will just help you it's before you are aware you see that you are coming out of it but whatever you do don't stop church don't stop don't stop are you there don't what don't stop many years ago one of our sons in the ministry something happened to him he was a major still is a major praise and worship leader something happened and he just lost it but every sunday he would just come and sit in church all of us didn't know what was going on he would just come and sit in church he would just come and he'll sit in church he'll just be there after church he'll go sometimes i find out does he have something to eat just come he's just there but suddenly as that cloud came upon his life it just began to roll back it just began to roll back just began to roll back just began to yeah just began to move back and then we saw him he began to he asked for church he'll come then one sunday my husband was preaching and he held the mic out to me and said will you lead us the guy was back with the powerful praise and worship up till today he's leading praise and worship if he had said i'm gone i wonder what would have happened today just talk to the lord say lord whatever i found myself in whatever situation it is lord have mercy on me lord have mercy on me lord have mercy on me i've stopped harming myself 
no longer myself. Have mercy on me, O God. I want you to talk to the Lord and just say, Lord, sort me Lift up your two hands. First it was fragrance, then it turned to fire. My worship is my weapon. That is how I win my battle. First it was fragrance, first it was fragrance, then it turned to fire.
smoke out my words This is how I win, win, win for a win, win, win. This is how I win. The smoke from my worship. you want to bow down your head as every head is bowed and every eye is closed the only way that you will not harm yourself on this earth is to give your life to Jesus I know that you are in church today maybe you are in church every Sunday but no church can save you because no church died for you Jesus was the one who says except a man be born again he cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven and so as every head is bowed and every eye is closed I want you to think to yourself is your name in the book of life does Jesus know you have you been born again he is the one who taught us that which is born of the flesh is flesh that which is born of the spirit is spirit you have been born of flesh that's why you are here but have you been born of the spirit he tells us in Romans chapter 10 verses 9 and 10 he says to us that if we believe in him then we must confess it we must say it it must be said out that is how we'll be saved and so as every head is bowed and every eye is closed I want to give you an opportunity to give your life to Jesus right where you are standing just evaluate it for yourself this Sunday and say if my time was up or if Jesus came tonight where am I going if you cannot say with faith and all security that you are going to heaven I want you to give your life to Jesus you want to give your life to him just lift up your right hand where you are standing you are just a prayer away from salvation just lift up your hand where you are just lift it just lift it God bless you God bless you if you've lifted your hand please come to me just leave where you are I see your hands just come to me we're gonna to pray together just come and let us pray together God bless you God bless you just come God bless you as you come God bless you God bless you as you come we want to pray together you're standing and your heart is beating so fast there's Jesus who's calling you he's just reminding you that there's something you need to get done something you need to finish just come just step out from where you are and come thank you Jesus thank you Jesus you're standing in the congregation your heart is beating you're arguing with yourself should I go or should I not go just step out and come the friend that is keeping you is not the one who will answer for you you will answer for yourself so just come oh I've been in Latin church all my life I even work in church yes but you need to give your life to Jesus each and every single one of us must do it 
If you're standing here in the front, I want you to pray this prayer. I don't know. I'm just holding on. I feel that there's somebody battling. That's why I'm holding on a bit. If that is you, just come. Jesus loves you enough to hold up a whole meeting for you to come. Just come and join us. And let us pray. It's a simple prayer together. If you're here in front, just pray this prayer after me. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in the blood of Jesus. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, you are my Savior and you are my Lord. I thank you for saving me. Please write my name in your book. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And amen. Father, I thank you for each one of these young ones who's come to stand here this afternoon. I pray for them. That as they've given their lives to you, may they never turn back. May they never be ashamed of you. May they never, ever go back. But may they see the effect of you in their lives. This is what I pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-D-S-E. God richly bless you.